0: This is at 410, and I believe that we will have enough people here to uh, meet the quorum rules. So I'm going to go ahead and call this meeting to order. Uh, hello, everyone. Um, thank you for uh, joining us at the beginning of a new year, especially the people who uh, had terms that expired and agreed to serve another term on the committee. Uh, really appreciated. Uh Jared? Could you please go through the rules of engagement for a mobile meeting like this and then run through the attendance? Yes. Good evening,
1: my my name is Jared Allen, Administrative Technician, Lawrence Transit. With me here is Adam Weigel, Transit and Parking Manager. He will work alongside Mike Wasikowski to facilitate the meeting's proceedings. This meeting is being recorded and broadcast on the city's YouTube channel and public access cable channel 25 during the meeting, when you are not participating, please mute yourself by clicking on the microphone icon found on the lower left hand side of the zoom menu. In some cases, we may mute or unmute people as needed to minimize distractions during the meeting, please remember to state your name and title for the benefit of those listening remotely. If you are participating by phone, you can click star six to unmute your phone. And now I will do roll call. Lance Fay. Here. Austin Stiffler Here. Mike Wasikowski. Here. Foster Speisinger.
2: Uh, does not appear to be present. Alan Ackland? Here. Gregory Critchlow?
0: Gregory does not appear to be present.
1: Bill Wilson? August Rudisell?
2: Here.
0: Freddie Git. Here. That makes seven by my estimation, so we have a quorum. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for attending. Uh, First item on the agenda is public comment. Uh, Adam, thank you for showing that there was nobody. I'm assuming that's still correct. Yes, it is. Uh, JT, I see you are on the call. Do you have anything you would like to uh, uh, address with the committee today? Okay. Uh, hearing nothing. Uh, JT, if you do have something, we can definitely uh, bring you up at a later time
3: as needed. Yeah, I just saw uh, no comment in the chat that comes to oh, me okay. on that.
0: I did not see that, but thank you. Okay. Uh, next item on the agenda then is approval of minutes from our December meeting. So uh, I hope that everyone on the call who's on committee has had a chance to review the minutes from the December meeting, as always, I will ask three separate times if anyone has any amendments to offer. Um, And uh, assuming that there are no amendments to offer at that point, we'll deem the minutes approved by unanimous consent. So first call. Do any members of the committee have amendments to offer to the minutes for the December meeting? Second call. Do any committee members have amendments to offer for the minutes from our meeting in December? Last call. Are there any amendments to offer to the minutes from our meeting in December? Okay, Hearing nothing, the minutes are deemed approved by unanimous consent. Uh, First item on the regular agenda, then, is elections for chair and vice chair for 2023. Um, This is my last official act as chair then, unless you decide to elect me again, Uh, in which case, thank you very much for the opportunity to serve the city. Um, So we'll open the floor first for uh, motions to nominate any member of the committee to serve as chair. I nominate pretty good to serve as
2: chair.
0: ready to get nomination uh, no, no sorry
1: about that i would just say uh, my nomination was to you mike Wozowski, for chair again
0: so. oh okay <laughs> sorry about that okay uh is there a second from nominating me second okay thank you lance uh we do have one nomination right then for myself uh, would anyone else like to offer a nomination for uh someone to be elected chair
2: Second call, are there any other nominations for chair?
0: Last call, are there any nominations for chair other than myself? Okay, that makes this pretty easy. Um, I don't really see a need to uh, have debate because you either want to keep me or not. So uh, uh, Jared? Could you go through roll call then, uh, vote on the motion to approve me as chair?
1: Yes. Lance Fay? Yes. Austin Stifler? Yes. Mike Wasikowski? I'd be a fool to vote no, so yes. Alan Ackland? Yes. Bill Wilson? Yes. August Rudisel.
2: Yes. Freddie Gip,
0: Yes. Sounds unanimous. Thank you very much, everyone. Uh, I will continue with uh running the meeting then. <laughs> so uh next order then would be to uh, uh, nominate a vice chair to uh, lead meetings in my absence, as well as to advise and assist on setting our legislative agenda and uh, coordinating with sister advisory boards, as well as the city commission as needed. Uh, so I'd like to open up the floor to nominations for a vice chair. Um, hearing none, I will offer the first nomination. Uh, Lance, are you interested in serving again? Sure. Okay. I nominate Lance Fahey. Is there a second to this nomination? With August Rudisell, I second the nomination. Okay. We have one nomination then for vice chair. Do we have any other nominations we'd like to make for vice chair of this committee? Second call, are there any other nominations for vice chair to this committee? Last call, any other nominations beyond Lance Fahey for vice chair of this committee? Okay. Again, that makes this pretty straightforward. Uh, again, I don't think that we need to do a whole lot of debate because we either want Lance to continue or not. So, uh, Jared, could you go through a roll call and tabulate votes, please? Yes. Lance Faye. Yes.
1: Austin Stiffler. Yes. Mike Waszkowski. Yes. Alan Ackland. Yes. Bill Wilson? Yes. August Rudisell? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, yes.
0: Freddie Gibb? Yes. Again, that sounds pretty unanimous. So uh, thank you, Lance, uh, and congratulations on being elected again. Um, looking forward to serving with you again. Next item on the agenda is our annual COMA training. And Adam, I believe you have slide slash presentation to present us
3: regarding this. Yes, yeah, time to dazzle you with coma information. Um, So this will be an interesting year. This is the first year I've been here. We have all the same members as last year. So um, this won't be new for any of you, but a reminder of some of the rules we need to follow. I'll take just a brief moment to recognize uh, Lance, Bill, and Austin as the three folks who did renew um, um, membership this year. So thank you all for reapplying and and being part of the group on a continuing basis. Um, So no, no new members to introduce, but I will hop over to screen share and we'll walk through this. Okay, so uh, everybody seeing the screen appropriately. Okay. Um, so Kansas Open Meeting Act, you know, based on the belief that general public has a right to um, understand information being used in the democratic process. The, um, you know, governmental business funded by the public people have a right to uh, be informed, um, especially the things that um, end up being decided by elected officials. COMA applies when there are groups meeting that are covered entities. Um, There's officially a meeting. Uh, City advisory boards are one of many different types of groups that are subject to COMA. Uh, They include other things, uh, taxing subdivisions, uh, state agencies, different things, but our board is one of those covered bodies. Part of that is um, you know the fact that jared and myself are here and other staff are helping with this production it's we're all publicly supported positions um, so uh, need to have oversight and information um, shared related to that there have to be three conditions for um to be met for coma to apply so first there has to be a majority of the members of any given group of ptac in this case there has to be interactive communication as opposed to just one way information sharing like a like a webinar or something like that and you have to be discussing the actual business of this group
0: uh, so for us pause there for a moment I want to bring up uh, in particular that second bullet because that gets us a lot in terms of email. Because for example, uh, Adam sends out on a monthly basis a link saying, hey, we have a meeting coming up. Here is the agenda. Here is a link to register in order to uh, join the meeting, that kind of stuff. And one thing we often have is people will email us a uh, sense of what is going on in the meeting. Uh, Someone will send us something that they want to be read into public comment, something like that. If someone does that, we can't respond to that kind of message that inherently triggers that interactive communication requirement which if every single one of us is on it and they're addressing something related to lawrence transit immediately means that that is a meeting that uh, breaks the coma rules that is not being publicly notified or isn't being sent notice to the public ahead of time so if someone sends us an email with public comment asking about some kind of business like that we cannot respond to it the only response should basically be go to the next meeting and we will address your concerns at that time that's as far as we can go because anything else is going to trigger a discussion and is going to then be a meeting that we have to report minutes on that should have been publicly notified uh well in advance
2: thanks for that
3: so in our group, we are a nine member group. So uh, there must be five people involved for, um, for it to be considered a majority of, of our group. That interactive communication that, that Mike was speaking to of course um, applies if we are in person, rarely these days are Zoom calls, but um, it does include things like online communications. We talk about email, but there's other online communications we'll talk about as well. And that third parameter is uh, discussion of the business of the body. So uh, technically social social gatherings are not subject to coma if there's no discussion of the business of the body. Um, so this is how uh, this doesn't happen very much in our group and other at the city commission level or, or other levels. Uh, you know, members do it a- to attend conferences, um, you know, multiple members at a time. And and so long as there's not, um, you know, business of the body being discussed that uh, not subject to, to coma
0: uh one thing to bring up in here in particular that i'm thinking of uh, for example we've opened up uh, new bus stops with the uh, new uh, shelters benches and whatnot and had press conferences there for the public to come and attend um, that kind of thing as far as i know wouldn't violate coma because we're not intending to discuss future work it's just glad handling social stuff does that sound right adam
3: it's true the you know the other piece of that as it is um, it's a lot of one way information sharing at those type of ribbon cutting type events, as opposed to discussions that lead to decisions so. Um, uh, that sort of thing helps in in the framework work of coma. So a little about electronic communications. Um, you know, Mike brought up email. That is the that's been the typical one for us to make everyone aware of, uh, you know, never using the report. Um, If you do find yourself on an email with the rest of the PTAC members or majority of the PTAC members. Uh, recently, so in the last year, this was added as well. Um, so you, you all have seen this before. But as a reminder, again, Facebook is, can be an area or, or other th- Um, Social media can be an area where if there are strings of comments um, that end up including multiple PTAC members, that can be um, considered a meeting. So just be cautious of that type of online interaction as well. There's not a lot of additional information here, just additional caution on... um, on social media, on how how you start engaging in back and forth comments uh, between people on on a, a given topic. Again, uh, please just be very cautious about the reply all feature. Do try um, as much as I can. If communication goes out from from me to you all, to use the the BCC feature, so you don't even have the option. You you just see that email coming from me. Um, but there there are cases where. Um, uh, maybe we forget, or members of the public um, may email multiple folks and you know CC everybody or CC multiple members. So just be thoughtful about that and and like Mike said, uh, let staff um, myself uh, handle that sort of communication or we can discuss it within the context of a meeting. but uh, replying through email gets uh, can get us in some some challenging areas.
0: Uh, one thing to note on this particular thing with emails um, when I ask people or when I ask you if you have uh, uh, items that you'd like to add to our agenda for a future meeting as long as you're emailing just myself and Lance and Adam that's perfectly fine as you know that's only two members of the committee are included so it's not a quorum it's not an official meeting if we want to email you back and clarify what the purpose of your agenda item is that's perfectly fine um it should still be that's you know the kind of thing of we're trying to bring it up in the context of a meeting in the future to clarify stuff so just that's why it's okay to do that Um, but we will try to guide you in the safest way to make sure that communications are adhering to coma as best as possible
3: Um, important to talk about serial meetings as well. So um, a, a loophole to a meeting in, in groups of majorities or more is um, there's not a way around that by just talking to one person at a time and and essentially saying, pass on this message um, in future one-on-one or one-on-two discussions. So the caution here would be to avoid um, you know trying to share information with less than five PTAC members, but doing it in a the successive way that essentially means all uh, a majority or all the members are are taking part in what's called serial meetings. So if we got something like that, let's just uh, we'll, we'll put it on a future agenda and, and discuss it as a group. So this just reiterates those three conditions um, to constitute a meeting must have a majority of the membership. There must be interactive communication and there must be discussion about the business of of PTAC. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk a little about public notice and what proper notice looks like so our meetings are held here in city hall um, primarily because of the accessibility for the general public this is a place where someone uh, can get in um, uh, with any mobility device and we have ability for people to join us in person or virtually um, so that people can observe or listen to the proceedings <laughs> interesting to note that coma actually doesn't have a it's a specific notice requirement uh you'll note that we do attempt to get out our agendas and materials about a week before the meeting just so there's sufficient time for um you all to review that or the public to review it uh of course our meeting times are pretty consistent so you know if we in the future were to change our meeting date or time um you know, that would be a time to, to provide probably better notice just to make sure people are aware of where and when meeting is happening. FOMA actually does not require an agenda to be created, although that's a common practice for us and just makes sense and for people to be prepared to come here ready to talk about business that we're trying to get through. Um, but it does provide you all the flexibility to amend agendas if we, you know, as, as staff have something last minute that we do need to talk with you all about, we'll do our very best to get that um, uh, made publicly aware, but, but can't amend an agenda to that in our discussion. And of course we'll provide uh, copies to anybody who requests that. A little about executive sessions. This again is something that we don't uh, have the need really to employ? But if we found ourselves in a need to have an executive session, we would coordinate with the city attorney's office to do that. We would, uh, we would not recess into an executive session without um, coordinating directly with city attorney. So ramifications, um, you know, in in general, as you'll see with the second bullet, the intent is for compliance, right? So the attorney general once. Wants everyone to be complying. There's, there's not a, uh, you know, jump to uh, ramifications uh, mentality. But I will note there are um, there are consent orders that can lead to specific ramifications, uh, such as um, civil pen- penalties for people violating, coma, um, retraining, court costs if needed. Um, you know, I, I, I don't feel like we're at risk of something like this. Certainly if, if we have an incident of a coma violation, we would talk about that as a group and how to avoid it in the future and not um, create a pattern of it. Um, but just know that these uh, there are ramifications that do exist. That's what I have related to coma. Um, before I get out of the presentation, happy to answer any other questions anybody has or go back to any slide.
0: Uh, this is Mike Wozkowski PTAC Chair. Does anyone have a comment, question, or concern for Adam about this? Okay, I'm hearing none, so uh, thanks, Adam. Appreciate the information, as always, and uh, PTAC members, we'll do our best to adhere to that uh, across the board, so just keep your eyes peeled if we say something about hey we got to watch out for coma rules next item on the agenda is onboarding which uh, i'm hoping shouldn't be too much time because we already have the uh, veteran members who rejoined us thank you very much for all that again uh, but adam i believe you have slides for us
3: yes i'll pull those up and you're right again with um Without new members this this will be familiar to everyone, but just uh, a refresh um, you know point you towards some specific things related to our group our ordinance our bylaws um, kind of you know what as staff, we hope to um, receive out of members and then talk a little about strategic plan and how it fits. So I won't click on these um, links for our ordinance that established PTAC and the bylaws, but the uh, overarching purpose for this group is to provide um, advice to governing body, City Commission of Lawrence, Kansas, regarding issues affecting public transit. Um, Of course, uh, at our scale as well, we're we're trying to seek as much um, input and buy-in from you all our guidance from you all as we can on our processes, even on things that don't need to to go all the way up to the city commission. But ultimately that's the, um, the purpose of the group. As far as uh, what we hope from you all, uh, you know, again, we'll, we'll try to get out agenda materials as, as soon as we can. So you have plenty of time to uh, look over those. I know you're all uh, juggling your own lives and careers as well, but I would, uh, ask and I think our group's been pretty good about um a lot of members speaking up so please um please provide us your thoughts when we go over topics not everybody has to speak on every topic um uh, not everybody's as comfortable in a verbal setting so if you've got thoughts ahead of time in particular that can be helpful if you want to send any emailed um comments to me we can bring that up as a as a discussion within the group if you're not as comfortable unmuting and talking but um, Getting thoughts from around the around the different members is really helpful uh, to make sure we have a uh, valuable discussion. Uh, of course, there are subcommittee and steering committee opportunities that come up throughout the year, usually with some of our um, partner agencies that we work with. Think about things like the MPO, uh, Metropolitan Planning Organization that does transit planning or transportation and transit planning work. There are uh mso or the city's public works that um it tends to have some processes each year as well and then uh, within transit will we tend to have some planning processes that we may ask for help joining uh different steering committees or or subcommittees so as much as as feasible please be open to helping us with that and and sharing the load so that it's not the same ptech members who are Uh, joining those every time. But I've appreciated uh, quite a few of the members have have stepped into those roles in my couple years here. So um, appreciate the help so far on that. And then um, again, I would just please ask you to ask us for what you are looking for, whether it's me directly or as Mike suggested through, you know, emailing uh, myself, Mike and Lance as the, um, liaison chair and vice chair about things you'd like to talk about on the agenda, I am certainly happy to help uh, guide or or direct how we have those discussions in the context of what we're prioritizing in our work plan, how it all fits, Um, we don't have the capacity to chase down every rabbit trail, but um, we'll do our best to be responsive to what members want to uh, be talking about. So our work does all funnel into the strategic plan. I provide just a link here to to that plan on our website. And most of our, sorry, there's a lot of text here. Most of our work gets nested into the connected city outcome area. There are a couple of areas that we touch in strong welcoming neighborhoods and unmistakable identity. I list in the bullets here, the number of, of progress indicators that we can affect with the work that we do and um and that work can be things like buying electric buses it can be putting art on bus shelters it can be uh the way we redesign routes or provide you know different fare policies um it's it's a whole number of things uh, trying to address sustainability affordability um you know access uh, and just providing transportation solutions throughout lawrence so so these are the areas of the strategic plan that we try to impact um, I will try to do as clear a job as I can in future agenda items at identifying how those how that work addresses one or more of these of these progress indicators. Um, I think throughout the different city departments and divisions, we're trying to um, be thoughtful and, and intentional about how our work connects with a strategic plan. So I'll try to connect as many of those dots for you all as possible. Um, uh, but feel free to ask me questions about it if we get into something and, and you're not sure how it, uh, how it matters in the context of strategic plan. And that's all the content I have for this, uh, this onboarding. Well, uh, there's an additional presentation coming up with more of our work plan. Upcoming year, we can get into some projects, but anything related to um, bylaws, member expectations happy to answer any questions.
0: Agreed. Uh, uh, this is Mike Waskowski, chair. Um, do any PTAC members have comments, questions, or concerns about this onboarding information? Okay, a uh, big thing that I want to reiterate again is that last bullet right in here that if we're adding something to our agenda, to discuss, to vote on, to take action on in the future. Um, let's be mindful that uh, what we should be doing should be uh, trying to improve our performance on uh, one or more of these different kinds of indicators. Now, it's there. it may be a direct impact, it may be an indirect impact, that's okay. Um, but let's be mindful of what our intent is And let's make sure that what we're spending our very valuable time on is directed towards that means or that ends rather Uh, next item on the agenda, then, is to discuss the project. So let's go ahead and flip to uh, that set of slides.
2: Sure.
3: Okay, so uh, again, I I tweaked a little bit of this information, but it will be mostly familiar um, from last year's presentation. So uh, just briefly, since we work so closely with the university um, to to portray ourselves as as one system, even though we are two different systems, um, wanted to uh, re-display a lot of the coordination that's happened over the years, um, going way back into the late 1800s. Uh, The the item that was added is is central station, this last line that is uh, the newest significant coordination between the university and the city. Uh, We're at a place where construction activity should begin this uh, this month um, later this month, so wanted to note that that is um, Uh, just the latest thing that the city and the university have worked closely on to try to make both of our transit systems successful. Um, In this case, it is uh, land that owned by the university and worked with uh, the university as well as KU endowment to provide that land for the city to develop uh, that transit facility project on. The existing system consists of 19 total routes between the city and, and KU after our, um, after our redesign uh, phase one that happened in August of last year. So on the city side, we have uh, fixed route, paratransit in the form of T-Lifts, overnight, overnight nightline service, and upcoming Sunday microtransit service that will go into effect when the facility opens in August of this year. On the university side, similarly, fixed route system as well as paratransit, in their case, J-lifts um, available to uh, university students, faculty, staff, uh, safe ride specific for KU students, an overnight uh, safe ride home, and charter service that the university provides for their, um, uh, for different events and uh, uh, personnel doing uh, university uh, reasons. As far as some of our amenities, we have. Uh, 376 bus stops currently uh, just about getting close to half of those being accessible um, and continue to work towards more accessibility and uh, 63 shelters 54 benches 24 bike racks so each year that um, increases as we are able to invest in that program to improve comfort of our bus stops. This is a hard to read organizational chart. I'm going to leave it at the hard to read level for a second just to give you context as to where we currently nest in the city structure. City commissions here at the top, followed by city manager. Uh, This horizontal bar is all of the different departments. Uh, We are a division of the city manager's office department currently. So transit and parking is where we're nested. Going to get out of this view so I can zoom in a little bit more so um, within our group there are some people I uh, directly supervise our staff has grown uh, since I've been here the last couple of years so um, Wendy handles all of our uh, financials and uh, federal grant management we have Emily handling communications and uh, marketing activities Felice and Andy are are Planner 2 and Planner 1, respectively. So uh, project management, public outreach, document production, mapping, uh, data analysis, a lot of things they help with. Uh, That also, that type of work also gets picked up by um, our intern position, currently staffed by Eleanor. Uh, Jared, sitting next to me, our newest hire as the admin tech will also be uh, our... Uh, Front facing person at Central Station when we have customer service function there. And we are uh, soon to hire a budget analyst. So, you know, particularly with the grant funds we've been uh, pursuing and winning the last few years, um, uh, there's a lot more financial work for us to be doing that um, has, has stressed us out of one position to do that. So, uh, we're able to afford that and we'll be hire, hiring someone soon. I also wanted to note a couple of other areas that I oversee, um, but but areas that that function um, pretty well on their own. So one of them I'll start with is is Brad and parking. So we are the transit and parking division, uh, but Brad Harrell manages all of the uh, parking enforcement that happens in the downtown area, the different policies and things related to Rates and the new technology, the apps that are available for people to to pay for parking in the downtown area, so he manages um, seven parking employees, as well as oversees the crossing guard program that operates throughout Lawrence near um, near schools. Uh, I will mention ginger as the manager of first transit so first transit is our contracted service provider for our bus services, so all of the bus. Drivers and our maintenance crews and all of those; those are not um, direct city employees. They are First Transit employees, but we contract with them and and work as much as possible as one team. Uh, but I oversee Ginger um, as well as Ku overseeing Ginger and their own side of the house, and uh, she manages about uh, it fluctuates, but in the neighborhood of 150 First Transit employees. That's across bus drivers, um, maintenance staff, and admin admin staff over there. So a pretty big group that that runs all the operations um, for both the city and and KU, one of the ways we coordinate. All right, let me get back to my. Okay, I want to take a moment just to reflect on things that we um, made happen in 2022 and that you all helped guide and vote on in, in some cases. So um, somewhat of a long list, but I'm not. Uh, I'll, I'm going to go through it because I think it's important to um, uh, to think back on the stuff that that did happen. So we made it through all of the planning related to Central Station um, starting this month. That really is a construction project. So all of the work surrounding site selection and uh, concept design, all the way through final design, public outreach, all of that. Um, completed and we're we're really into construction heading towards it opening this fall the first phase of route redesign was implemented in august we'll be um, looking towards the next phase later this year Uh, eight bus stops got improved this last year uh, with different amenities and accessibility implemented first round of electric buses five electric buses Um, we also got into planning for the next two phases of electric bus deployment uh, which take Quite a bit of time from planning to the time those buses are actually hitting the street. Ride guide, so the printed ride guide that is developed each year is always a big effort and coordinated effort between the city and the university, so I uh, developed that. Uh, the next three bullets, we were very, um, worked very hard but also very fortunate to win a number of grants that we submitted for, so uh, submitted and were awarded for a LONO grant this last year. Uh, that's for uh, phase three is what that was. We are awarded five different state contracts through the access, innovation and collaboration program. And there was a local grant program through the Douglas County Community Foundation that we were awarded funds. Uh, there will be um, there was a number of carts, uh, grocery carts handed out to just food already. And we're very, getting very close to being able to unveil um, uh, indigenous artwork that is being applied to glass shelters throughout the city. So um, that DCCF grant was helpful in a, a few different things that we're trying to do. We extended our MOU, our memorandum of understanding with Johnson County to help with the K-10 connector service that connects Johnson County and KU and has um, quite a bit of rides each year. This group helped roll out um, in donated fares through our fare donation policy. Um, As well as the next bullet, we approved a fare-free pilot for this year, and things are starting off well uh, for that. Um, Anecdotally, at least, we'll have some data uh, moving forward. Updated a number of uh, plans as well as the website. So updated our public participation plan, our guidelines that help us uh, guide how we do bus stop improvements, and our website um, for the first time. Um, since its inception and finally um, managed a program uh, through the KU self program to uh, have a consistent bench that community partners can help us uh, help us build when people are interested in helping contribute towards bus stop improvements so um, I I bring up this list to thank you all for helping guide a lot of that work um, to also recognize uh, a lot of staff work That went into this last year and um expect us to have a list like this each year that we're happy to talk through and say was accomplished looking towards this next year's or this year's work plan um on the left side i won't go through those daily but i had this up last year and i wanted to keep it up this year um, just as recognizing that there are a lot of day-to-day um operational things that we do as a staff that aren't uh, that aren't a start and finish type project they're ongoing and they require a certain amount of time and investment from uh, the folks working uh, with us and for us. The projects on the right I'll highlight um, more implementation that's happening this year so Central station construction is uh, a big priority for us and, and having that ready for August. Um, phase two route redesign changes. We will start working again on uh, planning for downtown improvements, what we're calling downtown station. That is part of state grant funding that we were awarded as well. So there will be some coordination with the state and how we go about um, site selection and procurement that they'll help guide us with. There are more bus stop improvements to come this year, Uh, we'll have our own program, Uh, there is also some state money that we won for that so we'll be uh, planning towards that. Uh, The first phase of electric buses are on the street at this point it's a lot more about monitoring and evaluation of that service. Uh, But phases two and three are going to be more planning and implementation. Uh, More infrastructure investment out of the joint maintenance facility for charging. So uh, those projects will be very similar um, to what we did the first time around, just with different um, amounts of buses and technology. There are a couple of AIC grants, state grants that we have not, uh, we haven't received our agreements from KDOT yet. So we aren't able to um, uh, race ahead uh, just yet. But there's a lot of bus technology. Um, projects, as well as a zero emission transition plan. Again, we have the ride guide. That's a big effort. So, um, it's on here as a project, standalone project. We do have the potential to apply for more competitive grants, all the ones that we've been successful with before, including Lono, AIC, and the local uh, DCCF. Bus and Bus facilities we applied for, we've not been um, successful yet. Uh, That one is a another federal program that's fairly competitive, but we do have opportunity to apply for those if we uh, see fit. We are internally working towards a better um, monthly operations report or dashboard that we can not only share with you all to kind of get a clearer picture of how things are going each month from a Um, from a ridership perspective or just an operations perspective, uh, but also just housed within our website so that there's kind of a publicly available place where people can see um, how our performance is um, and how things are going. And then with free, uh, that is really going to impact uh, travel training program development. Andy on our staff has really been leading that um, in coordination with Dre, who works as the mobility planner for uh, Lawrence and Douglas County. But helping people figure out how to use, um, how to use the bus, how to use the bus in connection with other transportation services in Lawrence. And um, that is what we're looking towards this year. And I thought that was the last slide. so uh, there's plenty of content and happy to answer questions about this, about any of the 2022 material or about anything else um, earlier in the presentation.
0: This is Kowski P chair when I'm asking for input on our agenda and what uh, we want to discuss, you can see there's a lot of stuff on this slide that could potentially use up our time and our attention over the coming year, and some of these things are probably not as high priority for you in terms of what you care about, hearing about what you want to exercise more oversight of. And there's probably some things on here that you wanna exercise a lot of oversight of and you wanna spend a lot of time on. So please help uh, myself, please help Lance, please help Adam out. Let us know what you are most interested in discussing on a monthly basis from uh, this list. It's a daunting list, and the more that you tell us, for example, I wanna hear more about Central Station, I wanna have uh, more updates on that, or I don't care as much about hearing about electric buses, or uh, I wanna know how we're proceeding on that monthly dashboard. Um, Anything like that that you can give us will help us set our agendas better and will help us better provide you with the information that you need to uh, guide this city in running Lawrence Transit and providing good transportation for everyone in the community. So with that said, um, just so I'll open the floor as always. Uh, do any PTAC members have comments, questions, concerns about this work plan? El Ackland PTAC member. Um, Do you know, uh, Mike uh, or Adam, if if there's any kind of a uh, construction webcam for the uh, central station construction area?
3: Yeah, it's a good question. One we actually talked about in our internal meeting today. We've had that. um, I've had it on my running list for more than a year as we've tried to get the the construction phase, but we will. uh, That'll get brought up as part of our. A pre-construction meeting with our awarded contractor to have a camera time lapse, um, that type of thing that we can, you know for our own communication materials, but also um, just for for public interest to be able to see how things are coming together out there. Um, certainly, and you know as a general note that that maybe comes off of that, we're definitely trying or at least uh, doing our best on the website project pages to have that feel like an up-to-date place to look for projects so if you pull one of those up and you're expecting to see something that's not there and it would be helpful to just be able to check in on your own as opposed to waiting for our monthly meetings to talk about um, give give me that feedback as well we can uh, figure out what's feasible and what's not but that's one of our hopes is that um uh, those project websites can can feel like an interactive place to to go uh, kind of draw out the latest um, info on all these different. There's so many different um, concurrent projects that it's it's going to be tough for us to update them all at our monthly meetings.
0: Thank you very much, Alan. Uh, Margaret, I see you have your hand up, so you have the floor.
1: I thought I unmuted myself, I apologize. I just want to say and recognize how much work Adam has done on the central station project just since he got here, but I don't know how many of you remember that it's taken us 10 years to get to this point, so the fact that this construction is starting and is on the projects for 2023 is a really big deal, and I just want to add that from the KU side, it was a labor of much time and input and a lot of people who worked on this, but really Adam is the one that managed to make it all happen in the end. So he deserves a round of appreciation from everyone for that.
0: Thanks for your comments, Margretta. Uh, Do any PTAC members or members of the public have Further comments, questions, concerns? Okay, hearing none. Uh, thank you, Adam, for uh, this information. It's very helpful. Um, look forward to using it uh, over the coming year as we prioritize what we talk about. Uh, with that in mind, the next uh, item on the agenda is PTAC member items, in particular, future agenda or work session items to add. Um, I know we've talked this into the floor, but if you have anything that you want to discuss during our meeting relating to our business, relating to the performance of Lawrence Transit, you can always feel free to bring it up at this time or email myself, Adam and Lance, with the uh, items that you'd like added to our agenda. So do any PTAC members have anything they'd like to discuss at this time? That was my hunch, Uh, so uh, thank you. Uh, Next item on the agenda, then, is other transit staff items. Um, I don't know if you have anything that you want to bring up, Adam. only thing I might incidentally want to bring up out of curiosity is, have you heard anything on the streets in terms of how people feel fare free is going so far?
3: Um, I don't have anything other than anecdotes for you. I mean, I've, I've been riding more in the last week just to touch base with drivers and and passengers. That everything seems to be operating well. Um, well. We'll have better numbers in a couple of weeks hmm. uh, once we gather some monthly data, but um, but so far so good, uh, I haven't heard any um, obvious concerns or things we hadn't predicted, which is always one of the um, one of the concerns is just keep an eye on is there something we didn't think about that might come mm-hmm. up. So I think we're feeling good about it so far and we'll keep um, we'll keep you all in the community updated as we gather more data and hear more.
0: Yeah. Thank you.
3: Um,
0: assuming that to Jared, you don't have anything else to bring up either. Um, Give you the opportunity, at least. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, then our next meeting is set for February thirteenth. I look forward to seeing you all at that time. Um, thank you very much for your service again. With that, uh, unless someone has something else that they want to bring up, we are adjourned. Okay, we're adjourned. Have a great night, everyone.
2: Thanks, everyone. Thank you all.